it's Tuesday. It's Uncle Tim, <laughs> the Bounce Back Pod. We have no guests today. I think Chad's somewhere, but I definitely got LJ and Kat. And we have a friend here named Reef. No, Rafe. It's Rafe. Yeah. It's not Reef, it's Rafe. Yes. It's Rafe to Reef. Yes. All right. So it's spelled R E I F. But if you said R E E F, it'd be Reef. Be Reef, Rafe. Rafe, Reef. So I was telling these guys if you change my vowel, I go from a Tim to a Tom. Or if you change the consonant from a Jim to a Tim. There's a lot. So Reef and Reef is really not like Raf, Reef, Raf, Reef. What is it? Rafe. Have you ever had like a. a like Leif. Have you ever had like a drunk alter ego name? Like, has anyone named you? Like, uh, oh, I'm hammered. You turn into Tom? Uh, yeah. I mean, I got a lot of nicknames. What? <laughs> Slim Tim. Slim used to be one of them. Bitter Bader. That's bit, the, well, yeah. When I go dark, it's Bitter Bader. Bitter Bader. Yep. They that always say sense. my brother Matt's the better Bader, and I'm the Bitter Bader. <laughs> I, had to, I had to tell Chauncey about all my trauma and why I go dark this morning. You go, did this yeah, morning? I, I go, you know why I've gone so dark. I mean, wait, I'll explain this to you. I got mugged at gunpoint at 20 at St. Joe's in like a violent, fucking terrifying 20-year-old ah. guy. It's 1996. I'm driving Matt Stasi's blue truck. And I go, there's two shady black guys in the corner. I go, dude, it's fucking 96. You can't be this way. It's Philly. You'll probably turn the car off. The alarm will go off. It'll be fine. You're a Christian. You're better than this. Fucking get out. Boom. Bah. Fuck you, motherfucker. Trauma. So the person that operated on my eye said, we put you under twilight anesthesia and you woke up and you thought you were being attacked and you were trying to save everybody. You pulled your eyeball out. We had to stick you with anesthesia and knock you out. So she saw me later after she fixed my eye and she said, you know, twilight anesthesia is like getting inebriated. Have you ever had trauma? Trauma. And I go, yeah. I, I go, I know what the trauma's from. She said, the only other person ever woke up during twilight anesthesia and did that was somebody that fought and served That's in so Afghanistan. Awesome. So she's like, you got to compartmentalize that. I go, oh, I know. I try to compartmentalize it. But she goes, That's why you go to like, we're being attacked and we have to be, <laughs> I have to save everybody. Like, that's why you love John Wick, Jason Bourne, John Rambo. Come on. Do you have dreams about it? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've punched people in the face in my sleep. Girlfriends by accident. Like, just like, they'll be, what are you doing? And I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's what it is all the time. So it's like, I, I have to just curb, curb my drinking anymore because I'm just old. I'm 48. And it's like, I can't do it like I do it. And it sucks because you always go there. And it's like, when you're in therapy, and I do believe in therapy, they point out all of these triggers that are in you, which is half the battle because you're aware of them. Mm -hmm. But it's also, unless you're completely sober and cognizant, that you can hold them off. We need Audrey the Healer to tell us if it's better to know your triggers and know your traumas or better to not. It's better to know. Okay. Because I know certain personalities that will set me off like Mount Vesuvian. <laughs> So I've learned so much. I've been really taking a deep dive. I've also learned that if I go to one bar, stay at that fucking bar and then go home. Yes. Every time I, if it's two bars, the over under is one and a half bars. If you take the under, you get the best version of Timmy bounce back. You take the fucking over, you're rolling the dice. It's Easter. You it's Easter you, 2023. You have no fucking idea what's happening. <laughs> so these are all things that I know about myself. Like, you know, I was just here on Sunday and I saw Jeffrey Kane and his son. Jeffrey's the one that encouraged me to move to California oh, and produce right. my first record. And I love his son and he's in the band, the church. So then there were shots. 
Oh and God! The best what kind of, of shots? Who knows? Twenty-one-year-old. Oh. Like and shots. another Tim Bader rules: no shots, right? No another. liquor. So then we go down to Barney's, and it's oh. fucking awful. And you know, I got out of there. And then, you know, no harm, no foul. But was just... there a billion young children there again? Yeah, when I say I, young children, though, I don't remember. I saw Roy, I saw Chauncey, and then Jeff and Maxim bailed, and then Chauncey bailed, and then it was blackout. I mean, I got home. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that amazing you know and i didn't eat that's another thing uh and you were coming off a big one a big day but see i had nathan with me nathan, nathan? nathan is is that your contractor no no nate is, that's matlock okay matlock not the tv show but the boston contractor we're just talking i know it's what unbelievable only time i've ever gone on social media and said hey can anybody fix a leak and that dude responded and delivered. And he was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like no wackiness just came over. Then he said he was going to do it for free because he was a fan. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Dude. It's, <laughs> I, you're sweating. And it was like, <laughs> you did an incredible job. Like, take the fucking money. And his name is Matlock, which it's is Matt just Lock. like it's amazing. So bonkers. He's sober. He doesn't drink. And then he just sees my refrigerator filled with bounce back. He's like, oh, I want to do is drink. And I'm like, listen. I'm a bad drunk. If you know you're a bad drunk and you've made it yours, do not drink. Yeah. So instead he takes a half of a mushroom bar <laughs> and uh, goes home and says, had a complete panic attack. <gasps> and so he's like a no substance. Well, I don't know. He said it was for the better. He said that he went home, his heart was racing. He had these psychological trips and he said, decided he didn't want to do construction anymore. And now he wants to be a day trader. So I don't know. Maybe. Really? Who knows? And he was doing pretty good. He's got this automobile. Story. Penny stock. Yeah. Matlock. Wow. Still came over, fixed the lock on my door and did a hell of a paint job. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, this is amazing. Oh, totally crackerjack. But Nathan is my agent, Paul Barusha's, uh, James K. Polk's best friend. Okay. And I'm having dinner with him and I haven't seen him in a while and he's a great guy and he's taking his girlfriend's very, very sick and he's taking mm -hmm. care of her. And, uh, I'm like, dude, this is another funny thing about Steve. So Steve will do it, gets these UFC tickets and Salt Lake city does very well for UFC. Like the fans just love it. And it's a tight, tight card. So yeah, that was a great card. This, I don't even know where I can talk about how bizarre this is. So Steve was sick for a little while and Tyler was sick. So Tyler went back to Miami to, to get better. And Steve is for all intents and purposes better, but he has some lingering coughs and all of this bullshit. I don't know if it's a flu or COVID or whatever he had. So Selena and him fly in and I'm already this there. This is Saturday. This is on Saturday. Okay. So I get there. I, I have dinner with Nathan and Steve sends me the directions. And Nathan lives in Salt Lake. He lives in Salt Lake. Cool. And I'm like, I could do you want me to try to get you in? And he's like, ah, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just going to go home and just, and I got to work tomorrow. Whatever. I'm like, dude, these seats might be fucking slamming. So we get there and it's Steve's and me. And I text Nelson. Now, Steve wants Nelson to drive from Las Vegas. And Nelson is Steve's security. Security assistant, Friend. handler, okay. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, he's, and he's the best. He makes uh, Steinberg, you know, I love you, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> he puts Aaron Steinberg to rest out to pasture for, people that get things done um so he has to drive six hours from las vegas to salt he lake did city it? yeah because steve wanted to leave immediately and, and there was no flights back. yeah so he okay. and selena can sleep because they got that mercedes sure. bus which and he asked me to do that they you got that like sprinter van thing right yeah is that what that's, it's called yeah. sprinter, but it's really nice yeah that's what he got from wires yeah probably yeah probably got wires only that's a good call um so i go i'm not doing that so i go nelson 
I go get me a room with two beds and uh, two queen beds, just in case they change their mind or something happens. And we, you know, we don't get left straight. And he gets me a flight at nine 30. So I need their camera operator, Jeremy Santos is there as well. So I go, there's one extra ticket. I go, Steve, if Nelson's never going to make it on time, this is a once in a lifetime ticket. Let me bring my friend Nathan. And Steve goes, dude, those tickets cost me five grand. I look him right now. I go, that is a crock of shit. <laughs> and he can't even keep a straight face. Cause we know we got him for free. Yeah. And he goes, okay. So I call Nathan. He's like, dude, I'm in bed. I'm like, dude, what? get the fuck over here, man. I go, the main car doesn't even start it. There's a woman waiting for you. you. You're everything's so close. There's no traffic. He's all right. I'm coming over. So Nathan comes, the woman escorts him to the seats. And he's like, dude, this is the most surreal thing I've ever seen in 10 fucking years, dude. He's like, we are on the floor. These fights are amazing. He goes, all the rich people that I grew up with high school and college, they're back there calling my name <laughs> going, how the fuck did you get these seats? He goes, then we're, I go, there's open bar and food. So we go over to like this little area, Carl Malone from the jazz, which he, I saw him on TV. Yeah, yeah. He's like, holy fucking Deron Williams from the jazz. He goes, dude, this is absolutely bonkers. So uh, the UFC, the fights were amazing. Like there were, they were so good. Knockouts by kicks. That and there kick, was submission. Oh my God. So then we, he takes, he paints the town and it was great, but there was a lot of bounce back fans. We had about 15 kids of follow us to bars that were just taking pictures and going nuts and all that kind of stuff. Well, I want to go back to your outfit. All right. <laughs> because of course you're wearing the bounce back to you, which we love we're always supporting that. But on top, you decided to wear from the first. So I got a text and was like, what the fuck is Timmy wearing? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Where is he? And they're like, Timmy's at UFC and he's in this, he's in a bounce back shirt, but then he's got this guy's face all over it. I'm like, I don't know. Let me look. Let me look. Who's on your shirt. Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> the, the real Jeffrey Dahmer, the cannibal, a murderer, terrible, terrible person. But um, where does this stem from? Molly. No. Dottie's roommate. Yes, Molly the shirt is, stems from Mo yeah, Molly. Psycho. She, well, let's just talk about psycho. She is. She's the closest thing to a real life Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> she made me a bathing suit, bounce back bathing yep. suit, bounce back bow tie, bounce back socks. And a Jeffrey Dahmer shirt. And a monocle. And a monocle, which did not work at the track. <laughs> you were there for that. I yeah. got, that, was a, that was a unanimous, just fucking get rid of the monocle. It's not helping you see. Naomi looks, was like, can you just bring your glasses? Yeah, just she was like, the the whole time. She's like, I hate this thing. Yeah, I hate this I thing. I mean, she doesn't hate anything. So I was <laughs> yeah, like, all right. I just, she really I does. It was on like the, the one thing. She's threw like, right on the racetrack. <laughs> um, I forget the actor's name now. It's, I mean, look, his face is right here. He's up for an Emmy. Um, but they did a very, very... A polarizing show uh, a recap or a, a documentary it was, it was scripted it was fictitious based on jeffrey dahmer's life and it's you know it's blew fucking, up on netflix it's, yeah it's blew up on netflix it's, and it's terrifying you know so many people suffer because of that man's existence but i guess what made it interesting for me is they kind of like painted a picture of i mean this guy had no chance in life you know only child closet homosexual monster alcoholic only connection he ever had with his dad was they would pick up roadkill as a child think about this i didn't even know because i didn't watch yeah, it so yeah, and he would cut open the roadkill and what do they what do they call those things when you when you like you make a dog or a raccoon oh, or a um, taxidermy taxidermy so that's the only bond that's what they did he has with his dad his mom's bipolar he had another sibling the mom's like fuck you to the dad takes the other kid and the mom and goes, leaves Jeffrey. Yeah, Jeffrey lived as a child for like 18 months unattended. It's fucking crackerjack. Holy shit. Meets this guy, right? And 
thinks the guy's gay. They're hanging out. They're having a good time. They, he said, Jeffrey's like, I'm going to take you to this concert. They're drinking beers. And he accidentally kills this guy. How? And he doesn't want him to leave. That, okay. That's the whole problem with it. He's not murdering people to be vindic maniacal or anything like that. There's another, well, there's another guy. What's his name? The real fucking killer that like tortured people and all this shit. This guy just had such abandonment issues and he couldn't accept that anyone liked him that he would like try to make them zombies. So they were never like, now I'm not justifying it, <laughs> right. but it's a lot different from like, I'm going to get this guy in the silver car and I'm going to fuck him in the ass while he's alive, cut off his arms, rip his eyeballs. Out. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's a yeah. fucking premeditated thing. So he kills this dude and he winds up like kissing him while he's dead. Oh my God. Then he fucking pulls him apart. He bashes all the bones and he throws the bones on to his property so that the guy's with him forever. And he doesn't kill for another 18 years. Think about how Cracker Jack that is. That's insane. Yeah. And then he takes care of the poor African-American gay community. And that's where he would hang out and he would offer these guys 50 bucks. And I mean, it's, it's so fucking sad. And they even throw in the family members that were like, affected by you know the loss of these people because most of the guys that he killed were nice people yeah of you course. Know, and some of them really liked him and he just couldn't he, he just couldn't, couldn't accept, accept it. it but the actor and i i'm forgetting his name right now who's up for an emmy we should google this guy What's yeah, i think it's Evan or eric or something um he was in the x-men he was in fx's the nightmare horror thing he's just he just took this role to another level just terrifying he had the milwaukee accent oh Evan Peters. Fantastic. I got a haircut with next to him one time. Guy was aces. So Steve always makes me imitate like Dana right. White. You make me imitate this guy. Do so, you Dana White? I love no, it. I'm not trying. <laughs> okay. I mean, what's up, everybody? <laughs> I don't think he likes it. Really? I, 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 it was pretty good. I it thought, was really good. This is fucking Friday. It's fucking Friday. I got a deviled egg, a toothpick, and a Buffalo nickel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love it. I yeah. love fucking Friday. It's the best. But so Steve became obsessed with the show too. Now the worst part of it is I wear this shirt and I tell him, dude, you're going to fucking love the shirt. It's the creepiest fucking weirdest shirt ever. And he just walks like right by me. He doesn't even say what's up. And then Selena's like, oh my God, is that Jeffrey Dahmer in your shirt? And then when Selena discovered it before him, he was upset. <laughs> he didn't like the shirt that much. So Steve also loves it with you because you do an awesome Jeffrey Dahmer impression. Well, I'm so. not that good. I have to hear it. You know, I do a good Paul Confold, but I have to hear it. It's been a minute. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I do. I have, like, have a couple of beers. <laughs> give me like a picture. Give me, give me the, I want to take your picture. Well, hold on. The best, the best line ever is uh, Richard Jenkins plays his dad. He played the dad and stepdad. And he's like, Jeff, you miss drinking beer? And he goes, yeah, only every hour of every day. <laughs> it's the greatest it's line the of greatest all time. Line. Because did that you, is, that's the only thing I identify with with Jeffrey Dahmer. Jewish <laughs> yes. drinking beer, only every hour of every day. <laughs> <laughs> that's the new bounce back slogan. <laughs> yeah. And nighttime is not my friend. And nighttime's not your friend. Nighttime is not no. my fucking friend, dude. It's just not. That's why I usually, like this year, I was talking to Blades. I got to get this one more surgery on my eye. When I do, I'm going to try to do the January to February, which is pretty easy because it's January to March. It's like nighttime by five. So it's easy to like ooh, stay away from the <laughs> ghost. And then I might dye my hair back because my hair is gray. We've gone gray. And if I get in shape and dye my hair back, you can cut off some years. But I'm fat, like dyed hair and fat. It's not great, but <laughs> that's like the combo that doesn't work. Well, I don't know. I mean, what's, what's Chris Rock always say to me? Uh, 
Bane can't be old and fat. <laughs> so gray hair and fat's not great, you know? But I don't know. I mean, who knows with the strike and everything. I mean, I don't know. My future has never been more upended than it has been in 2023. Yeah, but in a new path direction yeah. moment situation. Well, we, the, the three <laughs> like of us sad. and Chad have purpose. Like the rest of my actors, friends, they are fucking terrified. Yeah. You know, it's kind of brutal. I, it, the whole town feels weird. And then, you know, I've just been chatting with some of like the bartenders and all those, you think that people would be like flooding to those jobs, but all the restaurants are like, there's no one coming in. Because the, the people who have money, who are like the producers and studio owners, they're all like, fuck this. Let me go on vacation in August. To get in out April. of town. Got right. It. And then the actors and writers and everything, they're like, well, we have no money, so we're not going out to dinner. So it's like this weird. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy well, in LA go, right now. Yeah. What's going on with all the restaurants? Like, I mean, another very good friend of mine left a restaurant that I'm not allowed into <laughs> after 18 years. But there's a part of me going fuck man like all of the greatest workers are leaving and, and it's, it has something to do with like pulling tips or something oh they're not getting paid enough money and, yeah and, and the service industry is fucking rough yeah no so i mean as a former server that well, everywhere in los angeles pulls tips and then they cut it down by hourly so if you're like it's like a good and bad situation where you're like okay if i come in and I get a shitty table that stiffs me. I'm still going to quote unquote make money that night because we're pooling. we're pooling. But at the same time, it also a little bit takes away of a personality behind the service industry. Right. Because as a bartender or something, you have regulars and you've established, you've put in the work for that and you've established like that presence with someone. So if someone like, hey, I'd love you today. I'm going to drop you a hundred. Then you have to split that with everyone else. Like oh, wow. that sucks. Yeah, it's tough. That's a tough. Goes both ways. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. Plus, somebody might work harder right. or, or be better at their job than you. Right. Exactly. Like if you have some stiff over there that doesn't have a personality. Yeah. And if you're like, then, I'm doing all the work and you're like, I've got 10 tables, you've got two and we're splitting this. This sucks. I know. It makes me sad because yeah, it's just all the restaurants are changing. Chaconis is still pretty good, but though we lost some good people at Chaconis. Really? Yeah. Mm. But, you know, Cindy Bell was the beginning of the oh, end. Yeah. I mean, she was. But the, uh, no. They're doing Craig's in, in Nashville. Oh, boy. We got to go back to Nashville for Craig's. Oh, man. Craig's Vegans in Vegas. Yep. Yep. Oh, my God. So what's on the horizon? What do we have? August is kind of just like a reset month. Get ready for football, football season. Yeah. Um, you know, get just hammer Southern California with bounce back beer. That's, oh, yeah. that's the goal right now. Can't wait. Uh, and then just wait for Vegas. I'm going to go to Vegas, but at, evidently I think Steve's leaving on Friday. And I guess he made a video for UFC because oh. Jeremy was there with the camera the whole time everywhere. And then he paid Jeremy to take me out all around the town. And he's like, document, <laughs> bounce back all night long. So I don't know <laughs> oh what he got. God. So you have no idea what this video is. <laughs> I mean, I saw some videos that I didn't post in the morning and I'm like, this is fucking terrible. What like, was it? Just me filming people I don't know, asking them stupid questions. I fucking, <laughs> Timmy I, I, on the town. This I, is a new segment. I oh love it. Oh, God, I hate it. I hate waking up. I'm like, who is this bitch? <laughs> and I'm like, hey, who is letting me talk? It's like, sass, 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 sass. I'm like, delete. I didn't post any of it, thank God. Thank, <laughs> thank God, God you guys can police my account, I know. too. Like, I, I haven't posted anything really. You really, really good. I try not to even look at it, Instagram, anyway. Like, I try to stay off that fucker because... Sometimes if I'm watching TV, like I, 
these things are designed to, to be addictive. And I'll be like, someone will text me and I'll just look at the text and respond back. And then I'll just get on Insta and then like I'll lose 15 minutes of the TV show just yeah. looking at nonsense. Well, if you notice, in my opinion, TV shows now are written and like created to be side characters. Like you don't have to be fully invested. Oh, you know I what I mean? Like, I just don't think the writing is as great. Sorry, writers. Like there's some awesome writers out there, but I feel like the writing and direction of a lot of shows, especially like on the Netflix situations, they're designed to be like, I'm on my phone during it. That I can is do so five bonkers. things during it. Or like I can clean my house and it's background. It's like background television. Well, Dave was written so well. I caught that season. He didn't he watch misdir it. misdirected me left. Right. There's another show. Dark Winds was good, but pretty predictable. I've watched like 25 shows. Um, <laughs> uh, FX is very good in, the, in their writing. But no, there, there was another show where I was just like, it wasn't Jack Ryan. Joe Pickett. I kind of am still I watching don't know that one. It's on uh, Paramount Plus. It's kind of a Yellowstone watered down. Okay. But I love a misdirect. You know, that's why I love Dave. Like, I, I don't care a spoiler. Brad Pitt's in the season finale and it's phenomenal. <laughs> And he is in Houston, Texas, and some crazy fan gives Dave a mold of his head. And it's very creepy. It's a mold of his head. And he looks at it and he's like, oh, thanks. And he's like, you know, and she's like, I'm just like you, dude. I, I'm going to be a huge star one day. And he's like, life is surprisingly, you know, generous and you can do anything. Right. That's all he says. And he takes the head and he fucking throws it out in the street. It cracks and it's <laughs> over. Cut to the last season. She is working the commercial that he has Rachel McAdams, the real Rachel McAdams and Brad Pitt in this commercial, in this video. And she's a production assistant. And he's like, oh my God, amazing. You moved down here, you got a job. And he's being so sweet to her. Then he leaves his hard drive with this document, uh, documentary that his assistant did. And he wanted to look at it and he, he loses it. She brings it to the house. So the whole time you think all she's gonna ask is, where's the sculpture? She never brings it up one time. She turns out to be fucking a sociopath that has a gun <laughs> oh my God. and fucking shoots Brad in, with an arrow. Like, I could never have predicted this. All I'm going to say, I'm just waiting for her to say, where's the sculpture? They never give it to you. And that's the kind of writing I love. Yeah. And they just went down this path where I'm hey, going. I can't write that. Yeah. And he wants to just like, it's so funny. Like Brad Pitt wants to do rap. So they, she, she locks him in the voice booth. And he's telling Dave, like, how to stop her. And his voice is auto-tuned. He's like, now is the time to attack. And he's going, I'm telling you, it was a fucking masterpiece. Like, Dave Bird, Philly style, I tip my hat to the guy. He's a great rapper, but the show is fantastic. I love it. That was what, there's another one that was misdirecting the hell out of me. It might have been Lioness watching that one right God, now. you watch everything. Because you guys consumer. think I'm extroverted and I'm not. I'm introverted. We know that. I can just, four days went by yesterday. I didn't see a soul. <laughs> it was my dog and I watching telly because I knew I had to have high energy for the weekend, which is another thing I want to bring up to you. So UFC, yes. Steve's like, dude, you better drink. I want you fucking hammered. I want you going crazy, which I'm going, I'm not going to do that. But I land at four o'clock. Uh, Nathan picks me up. We check into the hotel. Everything happens so fast. We have a nice meal. And I go to this cool brewery place, whatever. I just go, give me the lightest Pilsner. And it was good. There was no bounce like back. two beers there. <clears throat> I see Steve, sober as a judge. And he's like, dude, we got a drink. Let's go. We go to the open bar. But I will be honest with you. 
walking into the stadium, seeing he in cell, I do get exuberant. Yeah. So now I'm double fisted. <laughs> 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 and I don't want to be that way. All of a sudden, you just have two things. Yeah, and I'm just <laughs> slamming them down. I'm like, Walker Bueller. Oh, my God. Oh, and it's a little bit scary because then I got caught up. I, I was cognizant the whole night until about two o'clock when Nathan said, Jeremy, we did some pickle shot. With oh, like, pickle back. Which is not the great best. for this guy. So I did yeah. that. And I just said, Jeremy, I got to get out of here. So at least at that point, I knew. I think the problem is, too, when you double fist and when you drink in general, you don't eat. I didn't eat on Sunday. So there's nothing to balance. Yeah. The there's nothing to soak it up. The perfect night was this. I had this great meeting on Friday, the, the pal of mine. And I come back and I come here. I go, I'm, I want to, I was driving, you know, back on the four or five. And I was like, man, I want an in and out burger. And I go, you know what? Fuck it. I want to go to state. Chad has a slam and hamburger. Their the food here just in general. Yeah, is great. What's the other tuna, crispy tuna bangers? Yep, yep. So I'm like, fuck it. Buy myself. Four o'clock, I'm going to drive, have a burger and a beer. And the burger and the beer were great. And Kevin Collins and his buddy Brian showed up and nobody was here. And I haven't got Kevin Collins is Paul Oakenfold's dear friend. Okay. And every time I see Kevin. Is that Lord Collins? Lord Collins. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I see him, I'm like, all I, he's missed the boat. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, my ship has sailed. But this was perfect time. We sit there from four o'clock to 4.30. His buddy Brian has a beer couple bounce back beers totally good he goes do you want to go to that bar up here what's it called no name bar or bar next door bar next door bar. yeah yeah i go okay so i, I love that new I, place. i'm sober as a judge i drive my car no problem park it and he goes dude i think i'm just too tired and i want to go to bed and i was like perfect that's that should be a four hour shift is the good shift the difference between whether or knowing i was annihilated or not was if i floss brush <laughs> rinse and wipe my face down with the stridex Totally cognizant. Great night. If all of my clothes are off and my blinds are open and I'm laying on top of my bed naked, <laughs> hard to say. Hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could have been a really good night or a really bad night, but probably leans toward the bad. So I'm like, you know, I'm learning. It's a work in progress. Yeah. I'm getting older. I'm not as strong as I used. To. I got one eye. You know, it's got to get. We're on the, what, what is this? The back nine now? What are we in August? Yeah. So we're like, we're a little bit past the halfway point. June yep. would be the halfway point, right? July. July. All right. So we're right. Yep. You know, it's August 1st today. We got football season. I'm just excited for football season. August is going to be like very quiet for me. And just well, wait, like, when's football? Like four weeks. Yeah, exactly. Is it, is there, is there, I know that there are real life well, college games in August. Yeah. Like that's. Get you, Gophers get play the 31st, which is a Thursday. Got it. We play Nebraska. Your oh, buddy. My yeah, buddy yeah. yeah. Matt Roll. So excited for that. Yeah, that'll be fun. Are you um, going to go? No. Oh. Um, and then the first Sunday or Thursday in September, right? Is Vikings Eagles. Viking. Oh, boy. Yeah. You going to that? I don't know. Is it in Philly? Yeah. Gross. I know. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with the Vikings? You're losing everybody. Dalvin Cook. We just we just re-signed uh, Daniel Hunter. Oh, okay. Well, why isn't Dalvin Cook with you guys anymore? Well, yeah. What Dalvin Cook? Yeah. Because we can't afford him. We have no, we had no cap space. None. Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison. Dalvin's an amazing running back, but he's hurt all the time. He's just like you okay. can't. You and can't. You got Kirk Cousins. Right. Last and, year. And we're contract. we're passing we're passing offense now. Yeah. So you guys are in a 
tricky division because it's going to be Detroit very interesting is ascending right yep we don't know jordan like the one thing about green bay packers is they, they can pull it out and they always have a quarterback yeah they've had three quarterbacks that are all great so this guy jordan love we don't know and they've been saying the bears are going to roll out for like the past four seasons i don't necessarily believe it but every year they're like oh bears gonna creep out bears they'll be gonna good creep if justin out. Fields stays healthy i think what's this is this his second or third year justin Fields? third so this is and he was injured this is this is this is the year and they signed right. some big guys right yeah they had a they had a really good off season okay they, um did they get darius lay is that who they signed from the eagles no did they get darius lay I don't know. No, the, the, the no? Eagles kept Slay. No. Did they? I think. Let's see. Oh my God. They and, then, signed... and then we have to close the segment with who do you, what, which NFL team do you think is going to bounce back the most? Bounce back the most. Which NFL team from last season to this season is going to bounce back the most? Denver Broncos, Sean Payton. Wow. That's a great call because you can't tell. If Russell Wilson is just old and tired, right, or just they weren't coaching him right. Well, also, you, it, it, I'm curious to see a lot of the things last year were the locker room with Russell. Like guys were not fucking with Russell at all. I, I'm worried about my Eagles. I, I subscribe to the World Series hangover and the Super Bowl hangover. It's <laughs> yeah. very difficult to lose a Super Bowl, and everyone's like, "Well, look at Cincinnati." I mean, I look they, at the Rams though. They lost it. They, they had can't. a bad Super Bowl hangover. They won. Well, they won the Super Bowl. Right. And then last season was horrendous. horrendous. They didn't even make the playoffs. Did they ever make a Super Bowl and lose? No, not in recent times. Yeah, because they, they lost the a, Rammies? Um, no, the Pats like three years ago. That was when Adam Levine took off his shirt for no reason during the halftime show. And everyone was like, oh, that was weird. But that, that was the Patriots and yeah. the Rams? Yeah. And it was like a really Jared Goff was the uh, yep. yes okay yep. oh my god so they got there then they stunk and then they won it, it that was a shitty game too it I was mean, really boring bounce back team who's your bounce back team you think I, you know what I've been reading the press and I love Doug Peterson and this Trevor Lawrence guy and yeah. everyone is touting but the they had a good season they had a good season last year like that's I mean, the sec dude, at Doug Peterson, it's his second year coaching. He's like Charm yeah. and Carmen in the second year, dude. I know. Charm and Carmen. So I think they, and here's a, here's a wild one. The Cleveland Browns. Who is the quarterback Desha of the Cleveland? Deshaun. Deshaun, every time a quarterback gets in trouble, i.e. Michael Vick, and you get, a second, you get a second chance, you don't fuck around. Like yeah. it, now no one's talking about his past. Yeah. He is going to go out and fucking light it up to make sure nobody brings that past up. Yeah. I think. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's got a super agent too. So yeah. they tend to. I think the Jets are going to roll. <laughs> I'm wearing green because Bruno, who's my accountant, says that you should always wear green on the first of the month to encourage money into your life. Bruno in the Valley. He's the best. All right. Audrey Hope. Take that. <laughs> and on that note. And on that note. We'll see you next week. Subscribe. Subscribe, <laughs> like, and rate.